It's 2020. And in the United States, that means a census year. At the beginning of the school year at Gideon Hausner Jewish Day School, we decided this would be the perfect opportunity to embark upon a year-long project in which students of all ages engage the topic of counting. Counting each other, counting on one another, making everyone count. Now, little did we know in the beginning of the year that history would not look upon this year as the year of an election or the year of a census, but really the year of a terrible pandemic. But we did know that the Torah itself, when talking about counting and census, did connect it to plagues. Last episode, we spoke to kindergartners, and no plague was brought up. This episode, we speak to third graders, and here we'll read with them how a census year might be connected to a plague in the Torah. We began way back when we were still in class, by asking our third graders, why would the government spend so much time and money trying to count everybody in the country? Um, I think it could be because to see like the population of the country and how it's grown bet- between the, um, this year and last year, and to see if everyone's doing fine, like if, if they're homeless and if they need anything. They're probably counting because they need the information to know if they need more school for children, if they are not having, if they do not have the data, then they might be spending too much money in that neighborhood. And if they have that data, then they will know what is the right amount. They need to know how many people there are because they need to know how much money they have they're getting when people pay taxes. And they need to know how many people to send to the Senate. We then explained to the third graders that although the United States Census finds its historical basis in the Constitution, the idea of counting goes back a bit farther than that to the Torah. We read with them from the Book of Numbers, chapter 1, verses 1 through 4. Vayedaber Adonai el Moshe. Adonai spoke to Moshe on the first day of the second month in the second year following the exodus from the land of Egypt. Se'u et rosh kol adat b'nei Israel. Take a census. Lift the head of the whole Israelite community by the clans of their father's houses, listing the names, every male, head by head. Mi ben esrim shana vamala. You and Aharon shall record them by their groups from the age of 20 years and up, all those in Israel who are able to join the army. We begin, of course, with questions. What is the tent of meeting? What is the tent of meeting? You get our first stamp. Um, why on the first day of the second month? You get two stamps. You asked a number question. Why only all males? Good, why only all males? Why does he say head count? Beautiful. Why should they count them? That is a two-stamp question. Why would Moshe want to count all the people? What is a head count? I do not know, but I do want to know, yes. Why the father's house? Oh, why the father's house is. 
Why 20 years and above? Good. That's a two-stamp. That's a number question. Yes? Why 20 years and above? Okay. You have to ask me a different one now. If someone took your question, there are other two-stamp questions. Yes? Why two people? Why are two people counting? You and Aharon. That's a number question. Why are they doing math? Why are they doing math? They need to get to the promised land. How will only two people count all these people? Why the army of Israel? Uh Uh-oh. Suddenly we have an army in here. Yes. What's this about an army? Why do they have to do it by the army's divisions? Ah. We love starting with questions because they focus our attention on the details. But we do have to try to answer some of these questions. So we pose the simple one. Why count the people? As was pointed out by our students, Aharon and Moshe are counting. That's going to take them a long time. This seems like a colossal waste of time if they're trying to get to the promised land. Just get going. So, students, why count the people? I think it's because they need to prepare for the kind of stuff they need for the people, for the amount of people they have. Okay, so you're saying we need to know, I don't know, how many shoes we're going to need for the people? Yeah, so like... If I count the amount of people that they have, that I have, then I know how many stuff to give them and I can prepare for like, let's say I can say maybe these people do this instead of say this people do this. Oh, but we don't have this amount of people. Okay, then maybe this, but we don't have this amount of people. Be prepared for what you have in front of you. Okay. Um, in case they, they have to count how many people they have. So in case like the Israeli, like the old people that live in Israel, if they're mean and they need to have a war, they like know how many people, like how they, they can fight and if they can fire. To know how much food to get. Oh! Maybe they just want to see how, which, how much, tri- which tribe has the most people and which tribe has the least amount of people. Last year, you told us that they stationed them all around in like a circle, rectangle shape around the middle of their, basically, campus. And they need to know who should go closer to the gate and who should go farther to the gate. And then at the end, you can figure out, based on that data, and and who is like the best tribe where they all go. Many more answers were shared. They all revolved around supplies and proper positioning of people and preparation for entering a new land, either through army service or through job training. But we told the students this is not the only text in the Torah dealing with the census. Perhaps if we had a little more information, the reason for the counting could become clear. We turned to the book of Shmot, Exodus, chapter 30, verses 11 through 13. Vaidaber Adonai el Moshe lemor. Adonai spoke to Moses, saying, Kitisa et rosh b'nei Yisrael. When you take a census of the Israelite people, when you lift their heads according to their enrollment, each shall pay venatnu ish Kofer nafsho, a ransom for themselves on being enrolled. Velo ye vahem negeth bifkod otam, so that there will be no plague that comes upon them while they're being counted. 
This is what everyone who is entered in the record shall pay. A half shekel. Machatzit ha-shekel. By the sanctuary weight. Twenty gera to the shekel. A half shekel is an offering to Adonai. Machatzit ha-shekel turma la-Adonai. Hmm. Interesting. You have to pay when you're counted, and somehow that will keep a plague, a virus, a pandemic from spreading. This, of course, we talked about before COVID-19 came to campus. Let's hear our students' questions. Why not? Why half? Why not full? What happens if they don't have half a shekel? Oh, what is a gera? Because it doesn't just say half a shekel. It says a half a shekel is how many gera? 20. And why 20? And also, um, what if they don't count you? Because then, like, if you don't have enough money, then what if they don't count you? No, I have a connection. It said that there, that you have to be at oh. least at least 20 years old. And now there's... Tw- there's 20. What is this with 20? All right. You have, you have to be 20 years or up to go into the army, and we have to collect a half a shekel, which is 20 gera. This 20. I have another connection. Okay. Remember wasn't when Joseph was in the pit? Um, didn't they sell him for 20-something? Like 20 pieces of silver. 20 um 20 silver um coins i think it's connected to joseph we went down the joseph path for a little bit but then i redirected them to this whole idea of the plague how is a plague connected to counting now remember this was before coronavirus had even come on the radar so what we share here is completely unrelated to personal experiences that the students have had since. Maybe you won't get counted if you don't give half a shekel and people who don't get counted get a program on them. But why? Why? That sounds so mean. Maybe you won't get counted and they won't get and you won't get mine because if you weren't counted and if you aren't counted, you don't count. If you aren't counted, you don't count. But why do I have to pay money? Why? To make sure they are Jewish, because if they have a different kind of money, then they are not Jewish, so they can't sneak in. Oh. You also have another one. Yes. Um, they're counting how many people there are, so how like strong they are to like see how much they can like fight with. Yes, but that doesn't explain why a plague will come if I count incorrectly. But now you're saying, oh, if someone comes with not a shekel, but comes with a dollar, even though dollars didn't exist back then, then I know, oh, they're not one of us. The only way you belong here is if you have, but how come it's a half shekel and not a whole shekel? Yes. 10 is half of 20, and so that means double 10 is 20, and half is the half of um, 20. And then if you look at the number of commandments, there are there are 613 broad commandments, and 6 plus 1 plus 3 is 10, and that is 10 again, which means there are 10 commandments, 10 main commandments. 
and God provides man, and if there is not enough, then then the people will starve, and starving is kind of like a plague. If you don't give half a shekel, you won't get counted in. You, if you don't give half a shekel, you won't get the right answer, and you won't get things for your family and if you don't get things for your family you wouldn't really you wouldn't really be able to like take a shower and you wouldn't really be able to like, eat and you wouldn't really be able to do like much you'd all you'd be able to do is like you'd have like an empty house an empty house well that's the opposite of what most of us are experiencing now full houses that we can't leave in this time of plague but i think these students have pointed to something interesting there does seem to be a connection between who counts and who receives the plague. For those of us who are counting regularly, watching the counts of the virus, of the infected, of those who are dying, we are seeing patterns that are really quite troubling. Not just the numbers growing, but who is most affected people who are not always counted in society, people who we say are very important and need to go to work, but we as a society may not have said, we're going to count on you and you can count on us. And these are the people who we are noticing are adversely affected by this virus. Next episode, we'll speak to the fourth graders about the same topic of counting and plague before coronavirus existed, before we knew about it. And yet we will find these students will reveal that there is a deep connection between counting, making sure that we each count, and making sure that we're all healthy and taken care of. We look forward to seeing you very soon and hearing from you. Take care. Keep healthy. Keep safe.